Hi, everybody. This is Jeremy from In Bed by Nine. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks that might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still, and even in the digital age. On to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. There we go. Hey, hey, hey. Guess who's back? Dun, dun. Who, who, who? Who's back? Oh, it's, oh, it's you. Hey, it's what's going on, Alex? Hey, everybody. Hey, Jeremy. Thanks for covering me last weekend. I was out of it and definitely needed the time to sleep. I was not going to uh, survive. Appreciate yeah. you recording without me. No problem. It happens, man. It happens. Yeah. But how was your week, Jeremy? Good. Good. Um, Stayed uh, busy doing a little bit of stuff uh, here and there. Uh, started up my new class for the semester. And then um, went to Indy for the weekend uh, to go to the Children's Museum and the Indy Zoo. Uh, both those are really cool. So, um, weather, good. yeah, weather was actually unusually cooperative. So that that was good. Like it wasn't was like in the sixties the one day, and then on Sunday when we were at the zoo it was like seventy. And even the bears and the lazy lions were out. So it was something I haven't experienced in a very long time. So, well, if you're a Detroit Lion fan, it's pretty much the same thing you experience every year. Yeah, well, these lions were moving. These lions were moving like uh, they uh, they 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 look more predatory than the Detroit Lion football team. Let's put it that way. So. Oh yes. How about you? Uh, last week um, finished my last week of testing, so I'm back to doing my normal day to day job, which then puts me down to like uh, less than a month left of school, which is super wow. exciting. Um. Last day of school for me is on June 10th for the students and 17th after that. But I teach social studies, so pretty much I'm done on the 10th. Um, I don't do any like paperwork, which is really nice. Um, I'll get that done early. Uh, over the weekend, though, for Mother's Day, we ended up taking um, my uh, wife ended up texting my mom and said, hey, do you want to get your nails done? And she said, absolutely. And Saturday, spent the entire day with my mom um, without me. So it was a weird Mother's Day in a way, but it worked out because they had a great time together doing lady things with, you know, fingernails. And they went shopping, got shoes and really spent the entire day together. And then I got violently sick over the weekend with the uh, food poisoning and uh, I'm fully recovering from it today still because, man, it was it was uh, it was a it was a it was a nasty experience. And I have uh, was able to exhume the demon as my brother said when he called me on saturday night asked me how i was doing um he's like well get rid of that demon as i was doing my my deeds um but i i'm alive feeling a little sore a little raspy but uh it's all good i told you those homemade uh exorcisms are nothing to play <laughs> with man <laughs> it, i felt like the exorcism movie 
spin my head around. Just the uh, Saint Saint's White Castle in uh, Taco Bell are the ones that perform it. But. <laughs> it was Saint Coney Dog and Superman ice cream. That I was full on like Michigan-based food products. Um, <laughs> that now make me question eating another hot dog from this point forward. Um, you have to question if you're really from the state at this point. Oh, I, 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 I don't know. I think my body's rejecting every moment of it. Yeah. It's from Ohio. Get him. <laughs> state down south. Get out of here with that. Yeah. Anyways. So last week I heard you talk about uh, the proverbial wall. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you got to hammer that pretty well. Um, but yeah. uh, I know we, we were talking about a long time about getting back into a little bit of the parent talk. And yeah. I, Kind of want to tie into two couple things here. So one thing that kind of interested me that I'm going to throw you for a loop. Yeah. And it kind of made sense because I was sick over the weekend and my wife was fearful that it was a, a the norovirus, which is never fun. So like a stomach flu that can go through the house and you know cause a lot of pain. Or again, another case of COVID, which possibly could be the case. I tested for myself. I'm not no COVID, which is always good. I did testing. I was around kids all day. She's like, could be COVID. I'm like, yeah, it could be. Um, so she brought up an interesting factoid or an interesting thought process and kind of put it to you, Jeremy, being you know a father yourself with kids mm-hmm. yeah. and the listeners do the same thing when you think about it. When you were with your significant other at the time, before children, when one of you got sick, you know the other one was happy to kind of help keep you healthy or do things for you or a little bit more advantageous to do stuff for you like you know go in the room with you or go get something stuff like that when you start having kids did you kind of notice they started to back off that a little bit it changes a little bit yeah it um like from right now for us to be yeah. the youngest is uh almost 10 months right now it does because um we try to avoid getting the kids sick. That's exactly it. And there's we got four of them in the house. Um, it gets kind of strategic. I'll give you an example. Say, so I picked up my uh, my second oldest uh, daughter. Yeah, school. They said she had pink eye. Mm. So like <clears throat> that's another one that can get out of control fast if it's bacterial. So they're like, it's uh, pink eye or I face all gunky. So I get there. Like, I look, I don't see anything, but took her to the doctor. It was like, it's like, yeah, they, she's like, she didn't even know which eye it was. So she had yeah. to ask my daughter. So, but just to be out of abundance, because kids can't keep their hands out of their eyes, even tape them behind their backs. Yeah. Um, we, uh, yeah, just anything she, Toys. She had to kind of keep her toys off the side, but yeah. Um, and then the rest played with other stuff so that it didn't get passed around. Because if it got out of control, like if my wife got it, we'd have to watch the baby because she's nursing and doing all that stuff. And but yeah, anything like like sick wise, we try to like kind of just one of us deal with the kid. Um, we have my her her parents love us too, so we're fortunate there you but that, yeah. we try to keep you know you know we try to yeah keep it keep it from getting getting out to everybody on the house yeah it was something that like my wife probably she's like she was i felt bad because she's like you were like you were pretty nasty and like 
exhausted. Like I was really just exhausted all day, but she's like, I didn't want to get, if you had something worse, I didn't want to get it and then have it go through the house. She was like, she was, I was feeling, she told me today, she's like, I was feeling really guilty because I couldn't help you as much as I wanted to, because I knew if I did and if it was something worse that I would get in and we would have bigger problems to deal with later on. I go, no, it's fine. I go, get where you're going with it. But it was, it was an interesting conundrum because she was like feeling really down on herself in a way. And I was like, no, I appreciate it. I love you for it, babe. But I, I get I it. COVID's kind of changed like my perspective on it. Yeah. Like being that I have two kids on vaccinated because they're not old enough yet for the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then her parents live with us. It was like a cold or something, you know, pre-COVID or flu. I probably wouldn't. I mean, other than keeping the baby and trying to keep the kids from getting sick, I probably wouldn't worry too much about it. But yeah, now it's like, well, you need one parent to be able to take care of them because if you have COVID, you really can't be around the, the kid. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of out of out of action for a few days and the household's got to function. Um, kids are pretty good at running that shit on their own. Uh, in the limited few minutes I've tried it here and there, it has gone very well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say now, now I would be like, before you might have been like, is this crap? I'm probably just have the cold. But now, yeah, I get it completely now. I don't even get, I don't even get bent about it or think about it anymore. It's just, it's just interesting. I kind of think yeah. about it. Like, it, it was something kind of came up. Was like, oh, yeah, that, that yeah. does make sense. And I agree with you on it. So it's kind of where you wish you had like the Wolverine healing factor. Sometimes yes. you just get it real quick and get over it. But yeah, um, just, yeah let I me mean, just have it and get done with it. It's like a cold or the sniffles. Eh, that, I mean, you can kind of, you can tell to a point. I mean, it's getting a little harder with the way the COVID variants are now, but you know, we wouldn't you know be too bad or if it's like you know there's certain symptoms i'm not gonna go through some of them are nasty as others but some of that you know it's not covid it's probably mm. just something that the kids got and that one I, I i'll usually not worry too much about it i'm not gonna like but put the kid in a room and put sigils around it and lock the doors and in chance until they get better but yeah no it's a it's a different i mean it's something you got to think about, I mean, we even got to the point like where we have like a plan if somebody gets, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to try and try and prevent. I mean, you may not be able to by the time. Well, even then, like I, I, I had COVID in the house, right? Yeah. And everyone in my house got COVID. We all got tested after that. We all had COVID, but I was the only one that showed any symptoms or beyond that factor. So even the, even the fact, and then I know, my wife has friends that are nurses. She's like, if COVID's in your house, everyone has COVID. Like, there's not a like, yeah. it's not a question anymore. You're all gonna get it. It's all about now just mitigating the exposure to it to a degree. <laughs> so, yeah, it's my wife's a nurse anesthetist. I get it all the time. Well, you're not gonna be. Able, and you're like, it's a good idea, but I'm like, no, eh, we're gonna try. Well, if I to avoid that crap, I'm gonna try. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah i haven't heard it anyways say, you gotta catch this stuff it's the best it's yeah, it's so fun <sighs> anyways all right so that was some interesting facts so let's keep continuing down the parent road um yeah. a little bit more and being people that a we're on screens all the day you know you're on screen for work i'm at screen for works mm-hmm. we're on screens because we play games we're on you know, we play video games um 
let's talk about screen time for kids. Um, I've done some research on this and I've had, you know, being an educator, I get a lot of it thrown at me um, and given to me in multiple different ways. One of the biggest people or people site is commonsensemedia.org is being like, hey, this is what they say. And then they go after this and they use this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Um, which I, you got to look at your screen. All right. I'm, I'm kind of wanting to go crazy and I didn't write this down. And I probably should have, so I don't go all over the place. What I want to talk about is two different things. You got screen time and then just structure screen time or video games. Um, being people that we like to play video games. Yeah. So to kind of clarify what we're talking about, screen time is just like it, just television, mindless TikTok, mindless Facebook. Mindless, it's like just not functionally doing anything other than just disconnecting from the world around you. And that's just like watching TV, cartoons, yeah. a movie, nothing of structure or value. Um, and then I would think they're like supported screen time is like screen time with your kids or sitting around with the family or, you know, doing something as a group or something that, and then video games is a whole nother category. So does that make sense there, Jeremy? Stay yeah. with me on this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So when we started our school year this year, and I thought it was interesting, we had a consultant come and explain the problems with screen time to an online school, um, which made it very difficult for me to stomach. And then from that point in time, she gave me all the research papers. And then I went back and then found a bunch of research papers that debunked her research papers and contradict a lot of her function and answers, which then put me down a rabbit hole of research myself and come up to the conclusion that no one in their right mind can give you a direct answer to what is the appropriate number of screen time hours a person should have and a person should not have. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. It, it, that I don't care who you talk to. There's not one person out there. They can say screen time is X, Y, or Z. The overall consensus is for that mindless watching TV, sitting around, do nothing screen time. It should be limited to a degree. So, Jeremy, what's your limit number? What's your limit number for your kids? Um, I don't have a. Or what's your trigger? Like, I have a. I don't really have a limit number. I have a trigger in my house. When I see this certain thing happening, it's a trigger for me, and I and I change I change the direction. Um. Typically, I would say if uh, they don't risk bond to anything around you like they've been so busy or they just so into it like i'm just gonna go or like if they go off like into a corner mm. to leave the room and that raises my suspicion usually but um yeah if they don't pay attention to the world at all or like hey if i'm calling them or something and they don't come up or don't come change that usually uh sets me to to be like yeah we gotta probably do something else other than watch your ipad or do whatever yeah. um now like it's weird because like my oldest one she typically just she doesn't really watch like my stuff. she typically watches like science stuff she's obsessed with science especially like dinosaurs 
Mm-hmm. So she'll watch dinosaur stuff. Typically with her, I don't really bug her too much. Her iPad just dies, typically. You know, just mm-hmm. once it dies, it dies, and that's it. She won't go upstairs to charge or anything, so whatever. Um, but like if the other ones leave the room, like I said, they don't pay attention or they won't answer. That's when I I'm just like, yeah, we're done. So that's that's pretty much it. I, I don't have hard numbers. Yeah. I would probably have to actually watch because some days, like if they get out of like if they're at school or whatever and they get home and by the time they get done doing stuff or whatever it's playing, they may not even watch the iPad but like for ten minutes before they go to bed. Yeah. And that's like you think about it, like, you know, my kid goes to school in the, in the afternoons, he does a half day. I know in the mornings he'll watch, you know, they'll watch a little bit of TV, you know, yeah, probably be like PBS or something on TV for a little bit. And then, you know, they do breakfast and then usually they might, whoever's here, if it's a nice day, they're outside running around doing some stuff outside for a little bit. They come in and watch a little TV while lunch is being made and then lunch is had and then they get going and they're off to dropping off school. Nap time happens, wake up, you know, especially today, like, we had karate and swim class and stuff like that all day. So like they didn't watch any television. Yeah. So they got home and we watched Wheel of Fortune together and then went to bed. So like it depends on that. And I think for my kids, like I watch them and their trigger is when they start to get ornery and they start poking each other and start getting feisty with each other. And that's when I'm going, okay, you guys need to do something else. Let's let's change. Let's change. <laughs> I mean, I try to keep it where in the mornings I don't turn the TV on as much. Yeah. And if they start playing, I will change the channel to something else. I'm like, oh, I'm watching. Like, nah, you guys are just playing. I'll turn it back over in a little bit. I want to check the news or something. I'll change it to something that I want to watch, and they don't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, so that I can kind of catch on something. But I don't ever like something I just don't turn off. I'll turn on like baseball or something else. Just have noise in the background. Their dad always. I mean, their dad. <laughs> their dad. That yeah. would be me. Um, yeah. their, their grandpa. Um, he always watches cnn so that's what's on typically all day yeah they have zero interest in that so they don't watch a lot of tv yeah. they watch them upstairs uh like if they're getting dressed in the morning for school that type of thing um now like i would say the summer would be more <coughs> but they're happy to go outside like they'll go outside if they want like to go out to the pool or whatever mm-hmm. it's not a hard time but like if it's to try to get them out moving about more in the summer We'll definitely, uh, yeah, we'll definitely do more stuff than just watch that. And then they only play the like game systems on the weekends, and that's just always been a rule. Yeah, the summer is always easy because they just go outside and do whatever. And yeah, it's just simple like go outside, let's go have fun. All right, let's go to the park. Yeah. You know, summer's easy, winter is just horrible. Um, but I do notice, like, with my kids, um, I mean, that's the one thing I try to structure a little bit differently. I mean, hey, I, I, they like SpongeBob. I like SpongeBob. It's horrible. I love it. Um, the Loud House. There's all the stuff they really like to watch. That's really not anything of educational value, but it's funny. And they can watch and they laugh about it. And we watch, and usually the stuff that we watch together, and I'm laughing with them. So yeah. that's always good. And like I said, the, then we watch like Wheel of Fortune. I find that more structured because my kids all like the numbers and, or the letters and they try to, you know, figure oh, out nice. the words together. Nice. So it works. And so we watch that at night. Um, but then like I do allow my kids to play on tablets um, and if they do and I tell my oldest one because he's usually the one that does it and kind of pays more attention to it my youngest again he's one 
uh one almost two he just likes to go on it because his brother's on it and all he likes to do is turn on the disney shows and watch it on his tablet thinks he's super cool so my five-year-old he'll go on there and he plays he has to play an hour of a game that is education before he can play a different game so he plays what i call like you know reading game or something like that and he does a couple of reading things and he needs to show me he moved on and then i'm like wait you need to play that game so that's been our structure with that but he doesn't really play that much because when he plays his brother wants to play and it causes more problems so he doesn't really do that but that's when we was a little younger that's what our role it seemed to stick so even now like if his brother's napping he could play it and that's his structure with that cool yeah my um my youngest one they're starting to the my three-year-old is starting to realize that now the young one can crawl around and he's starting to waddle around he's into like now he sees phones and ipad Mm-hmm. tablets and that's what he wants so he will literally like my little boy will be laying over there on the other side of the thing of blue and then you'll see my youngest there, over there see what he's doing or if he walks away and leaves it starts waddling or he'll crawl as fast he can to grab it and all he does is he he takes it he doesn't really do much with it he, has, he likes to take everything in boxes he just slides across the he'll put one hand on it and like kind of walk and it's like a sliding but it yeah. moves real fast so that's all he does with it but if you try to take it away from him oh my gosh that's exactly how it is with with the with yeah the i'm like just wait till you get older i can i can respond like i don't yeah. get to be like that but yeah it's like oh that's so funny but yeah so we just kind of just said you know even my young oldest is like I just can't handle it. I go, yeah, either can I. So either let him have it for five more minutes and he'll get tired of it and we'll mm-hmm. put it away and we'll deal with it another day. He's like, yeah, that's fine. So, <laughs> so that's how it works with that. So I don't know. It's funny. Interesting. And like, I'm looking on here and I'm like looking off and, you know, I kind of pulled up some information yeah. on just like, you know, media base you know how long can should kids do this and like the one person that came to our thing really shoved down our throat it's like it's all from common sense media.com it's like yeah i get it but you gotta look at the fine tooth comb a little bit with anything they do this like i got it this is a great websites.org it's got some great support it's got a great evidence it's got a great thing to it but you gotta look at it in fine tooth I do agree with some of the same things they say with like, like, you know, your kids under the age 18 months shouldn't really be in front of a screen. Got it. They're developing brains. You shouldn't do that. They said kids underneath two should be limited. Got it. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Under five should be more, you know, all over, you know, different limit numbers. Got mm-hmm. it. You know, when they're older, 13, 14, you got to watch what they're looking at online. Yeah. Like, yeah got it you know there's a lot of creepers out there 100 um but then they go down to the details like like i said the research is contradicted and then you can go find other research that kind of contradicts it on like what is the actual number based on brain patterns and all that stuff mm-hmm. and you know stuff like that nature so it's like, eh, one thing and i always get iffy too when i see this see who's donating the money and who's on the board and i'm looking yeah, through yeah. like oh zillow is on the board yeah there's Zillow a is a major factor 
they're you know your board of directors ran by uh hp you're uh you're by the hp monitors are good for your kids yeah <laughs> they don't you have know, blue just, light it's just some kind you know like uh, <laughs> really you want to uh. so i'm always kind of curious so like who runs stuff like a goldman sachs has got some money in this game um their board of advisors uh starting with the very top one is like the san francisco giants zillow the they simpsons and barlick llp sands of time what else i saw one of, that was really kind of like wait a second um but the, 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 the hall of fame the nfl hall of fame um TVs provide more concussion than our sport. <laughs> Charles Schwab. I mean, this is the college board. Ho, ho. Yeah. That one's on there. How much money the college board makes in testing is ridiculous. Well, let's, let's put that in a pocket for a later date. Um, but it's just one of those things where just, it, you know, the website gives a good starting point, but you got to realize that like none of this has to be set in stone when it comes to this stuff. And I think that's one thing a lot of parents need to realize and a lot of parent like new parents need to realize, yes, there's wonderful websites out there that give you information, but they don't ever, they need to put a very, this is a suggestion. You shouldn't, yeah. you know, this should not be put in stone. Like I know parents are like, they get two hours of screen time every day. It's like, well, that's what you start off with. That makes sense. But then wait until you have middle winter and um, there's nothing else going on and you're about this close. I'm throwing him into the outside. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People don't worry about all the factors. Yeah. So I think that's one thing to put out there is like, there's a lot of factors into this. There's a lot of, if hands or butts, like even well, then, I mean, I go even look. like if you look at like, like if one of my kids was like morbidly obese, uh, you're not sitting down all day watching the TV. You probably get out, and go for a walk or something. Or that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, you know, what I mean, everything affects. It's it's all about moderation, right? That's the that's mm -hmm. the deal. Yeah, and like I'm looking through here, and I just Google screen time for kids, and I'm finding all these flyers from different places. Like one says. Uh, no more than from one, uh, one to two should be no more than one hour today of co parent viewing. Another one uh -huh. says here from 18 24 months, there should be no more than chosen high quality program to help their children understand what they're seeing, and a parent should be with them. Doesn't give you a time, just saying a parent should be there watching TV with the kids and talking to them. Another one I clicked on says right here, um. 18 or younger, it's okay. Uh, screens should not be used at all, but screen time with family and friends is okay. 18 to two years, limited time and avoid solo use, high quality education program and with kids is your understanding, two to five, one hour a day. Like, so it, like, and these are from different sources that are just like on the first page. Um, so the CDC recommends uh, children's eight to 10 on average spend about six hours a day in front of a screen, nearly four hours are just spent watching television. 
you know, you should limit it to one hour a day. Like, yeah, you should. I get it. <laughs> I'm down. Limit the time. And I think that's, I mean, I agree with it. I think there should be a limited time with it. But like I said, it just, as this is showing you here, there's not a right answer to it all. Yeah, no. Heck no. None of your two kids will be the same. And to be honest, what do you do all day at work? Sit at a monitor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, what is half the world is turning to what? What do you do all day? Work remotely. Half the people are anymore. You That's work a on good a monitor. I have to tell my boss. Look, I've had enough screen time for the day. <laughs> I'm gonna go home. Sorry, sorry, boss. Well, the CDC my recommends at my age. Yeah. I'm getting too much blue age. light. Too much blue light. I shouldn't be doing this. I mean, the one I see here is six. Is six plus of age. Parent discretion is advised. So ask your parents if you could be working on your screen anymore. Hold on, I want to make sure. <laughs> I have to go ask my mom. Why do that? Make sure that's okay. I don't want to get in trouble. Ah. <laughs> but like I'm guessing saying, those 24 hour streams aren't too healthy. Though. Oh, 100. percent They're they're great up for you. <laughs> but it, I mean, it, I'm just laughing because, like I said, it, I get it. You don't want your kids to develop, and you want them to be well rounded. You want to stuff like really. What do you think the future is going to be for these kids? Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna be in front of a computer virtual screen. Re- well, I guess you do virtual reality. we are inside of it. <laughs> just yeah, they might be even be inside of it. The screen might be their eyes. I mean, yeah. oh man, it's just I don't know. It's always what it is. So uh, yeah. Anyways, so here's the here, let's kind of move into the next question. Right. When it comes to that, what is an appropriate age for video games? Um, probably, I don't know. I don't know if they're set. I guess if they understand it, know how to play it, I guess. And that would be, because I, I don't like to like sit there and like, my daddy, do this for me. Daddy, play this. It's like, I'm not playing this game. So yeah. that, that's where I kind of draw the line. Like, if you can't do it, you're not going to play that game. So yeah. I think it's more of like a, yeah, individual game basis. Like, think about there, like, Son- I mean, my kids play Sonic all the time. You can't screw that up. You can go nope. forward and die and, and do it again. Yep. So. And I'm I'm all for kids playing games. My wife was not happy when I gave it to my when I gave a controller to my oldest and said, This is now your controller. You can play. Uh-huh. And she's like, she's like, Why are you why'd you give him a controller? I'm like, one, he's not putting his grubby hands on mine. <laughs> yeah, and two, it's not as loving as it sounds. Not as loving as it sounds. And two, uh, he can play. And so we played a couple games together um, regularly. Like I would play with him. We played yeah. we played Lego Star Wars together. We played um, a couple other. Oh, pretty much we played Lego Star Wars a couple of games together. Then he kind of went off on his own and played Lego City. Um, uh, he's got a, a Hot Wheels game he plays. He races. He wanted to try Minecraft, so I got you know downloaded Minecraft mm-hmm. for him, and he's like, "This game is a little too much for me." And I said, "Yeah, it is." So let's back it off. And so he he plays his Lego games, and he's like, "This is fine. I like playing these games and a problem solving. He's got to figure out how to get through all the the steps mm-hmm. to do it." And yeah, 
you know, he's, everyone's always like, dad, I don't know what to do here. I'm like, well, what did it tell you to do? And he goes, oh, it tells me to try to do this. All right, so do that. So it, I, I love it for the problem solving factor. And I only give him, you know, he only gets it done the weekends like you do, or yeah. occasionally during the week when it's like raining outside, there's nothing else going on. And we need to be quiet in the house for an hour for the kid can, the, the younger can nap. He can play an hour worth of game. So, I mean, I love it for the, that. Like he's, just building his problem solving skills this is issue how do you fix it yeah so that's how i see it makes sense yeah but yeah they can play that yeah play for him that's the thing like i don't mind playing with them but i don't want to play for him that's what i told him like me whining about something that they can't do it like yeah that's probably not the game you're playing anymore (laughs) yeah that's what happened in minecraft he ended up digging himself down into like a crevice and then he's like, Dad, I don't know where I am. I go, you're like in the middle of the world. Like, I don't know what to tell you. He's like, how did I get out? I'm like, how did you get in? He's like, I, I think I went that way. I'm like, it is pitch black. Do you have anything that makes light? He's like, uh, yeah, you take these two things and put them together and make light. He goes, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, okay, turn it on. I'm like, he was in a huge cavern. He cut uh, himself into a huge cavern with no exit. I was like, <laughs> you're not kidding. I'm like, well, you're done. <laughs> he's like, this is too hard. So like I made it, I showed him like this is how you do this. And I kind of showed him how to play. And he goes, Yeah, that's that's too much for me right now. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't spend any money on it. It's free. So there you go. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah, we'll try it first before you think you want to go any higher. So I told him like if he wants any like more advanced games, he has to be able to build a house in Minecraft first. And once you do that, we can go to advanced games. There he was go. okay. Like, that's your limit test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That works. Because there's a couple of games coming out. He's like, I want them like. Um, that's a higher than Minecraft game. Goes, okay. <laughs> so I think that works well. That's so good. yeah, I don't know. I'm down for video games. I've always, I see that different mm-hmm. in screen time, even though it is a screen, I see video games being entirely different than screen time. Yeah. There's more thinking like you, yeah. you influence it on your end a lot more. There's more input than just watching it. You're just getting stuff garbled at you when you're watching something. Yeah. But, and I think also depends on your kids too, like the reaction time. Like, what are they doing mm-hmm. after? Are they are they a, a mush? Are they just a obese pile or a log on the couch? I mean, yeah, yeah. change things up. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I mean, each individual kid's different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the video game thing is completely different. Here's the, here's another one I found. It's like it's for a Gallup poll. Um, <laughs> Let's see, I don't have a date on this, which is kind of hard to point out, but it says here U.S. children's averaged free time hours per week on activities. The, okay, free time hours per activity. The one on here is homework. Who put the homework on here for free activity? Anyways, 2.7 hours, according to this, is the U.S. average of homework being used after school. Uh, structured play, organization play, 5.3 hours a week. Okay. Doing things with a parent or adult, 6.9 hours. That makes sense. Like, I don't know, doing things. Um, Playing outside, 10.6 hours a week. With school put in there, not a bad deal. Yeah. Indoor screen-free play. This is a Lego block. 14.6 hours. Okay. 
screen-based play. It shows, okay, so it's got to be newer because it shows a new Switch. 18.6 hours. Huh. And that's Not just, bad. Yeah. <laughs> the next slide, it shows hours parents help their kids with homework. Um, but we're going to kind of continue on with that and stop that right there. Yeah. Wow, that is the next option for my my images here. <laughs> this is going to be a mini series. Yeah, this was done with a poll of a th of uh, twelve hundred seventy-one kids, uh, parents, and caregivers. Hmm. That's not even a huge sampling. It's like garbage sample. It's <laughs> a horrible statistic poll. Good job, Gallup. Jeez. Average age of the children from two to ten years old, according to the parents. And this is right here, Marine Deeper. Yeah, twelve point seven or twenty-one. You know, twenty-one or one thousand two hundred seventy-one parents and caregivers. Are, that's nothing. Get out of here. That's not even a, a two percent statistic value. Anyways, yeah, I do my own research paper on this. I think that's for my thesis. It was for my doctoral. Uh, <laughs> everything's trash. This is thesis. This is all garbage. The truth you should really be listening to. I'll put my own stuff out there and make millions of dollars. Exactly. These people do. Anyways. Well, on that note, if you have a comment to place in our, in our, in our comment section about how horrible of a statistic I'm pulling, go ahead and put that down there. It'd be great to hear from you. If you agree with us or disagree, um, we're interested to see what you're saying and what you're hearing. Um, and you know what? Give us your tips for screen time um, with your kids, if you have kids, or if you think you're in having kids in the future. What's your plans for screen time? Um, you know, yeah, I think, you, I think in our boat here is like, well, screen time's going to happen no matter what. So, yeah, I, was, I think it'd be good to get some, some of the vantage points of people that don't have kids yet. As well yeah. as, yeah, what other people are doing. So I think it would be a, a good idea to kind of see what, see what's out there. It'd be interesting to see because I, I was a, you know, crazy parent planner. I was like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And now I have kids. I'm like, ha, that all went out the window very quickly. Uh, yeah, I stopped after the first one because it didn't go anything. It didn't yeah. go any kind of way I thought it would, so. All right. Well, I think that's it. I have my own topics. Do you have anything else to add to me, Jeremy? Uh, no, no. I think we covered it pretty good. I think it was a pretty good topic to talk about. So, yep. I think, uh, yeah, we'll kind of see what kind of eager to see what feedback we get. All right. Well, thanks everybody for hanging out with us this afternoon in or evening. Evening. It's early evening. for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're doing it a little earlier, but it's still evening. We're doing it before nine almost. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, have a great night, everybody. See you guys. Potatoes. <laughs>